So as we take refuge, we tend to take the five precepts, but just as important as refuge, perhaps the most important thing, taking refuge. When we take refuge in Buddha, we're taking refuge not in our ideology, not in our constructions, but in an unconstructed, taking refuge in it, taking refuge in balance, in harmony, rather than one extreme or another, and taking refuge in the community rather than the individual, by which I mean you know, that which we have in common, rather now what separates us, and that which we have in common, the movement towards balance, truth, worthiness, value, loving-kindness. We take refuge in that, because otherwise we're not safe from ourselves. <laughs> so the, the fullness of this closure is the refuges and precepts, and uh, very easy to say, because it's quite profound to do it. <laughs> Uh, significant word refuge mm. recognizing we're out in this quite stormy world very stormy world internally externally it's stormy and you know somewhere you can get enough peace to just extend a little bit you know <laughs> come out of the agitation and the fear, the depression, something that's looking after you. Uh, so, so this is the refuges. Reminds us that the first th- thing that when we look at the you know teachings of mindfulness of breathing, first thing to do is find a tree. So sits at the sits at the base of a tree. Spine upright. Yeah. It's not a casual, th- you know, when you see that's right there. And that, what does that mean? Shoulder. Yeah. Ground, earth. Rooted. Firm. <laughs> and that's all. That's the refuge. Yeah. That's the refuge. It's quite natural. Got a firm, unshakable ground, but it can also bend in the wind. Canopy, safe, cool, you know, natural. Uh, so this is the, the the feeling of it, rather than a set of principles. It's a, it's a particular energy and an attitude of mind. Mm. We are safe. Mm. And where do we find that safety? Essentially, it's in that in that tree and then the tree sits in the body the mind gets it the mind also finds its tree central axis opens out to cover our agitations and fears and worries that's sit and then let the breath flow through that's if you never do more than that in mindfulness of breathing that's 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 profound already. <laughs> so the outward form of this is we first of all pay respects, bow to the image, 
Buddha image. So it's a sense you're offering yourself. It's a, it's a soft, you know, going to the receptive. And then we come up. So every time you, you come down, you come up. And come up into strength. And then down into openness. So that's the three bows. Sign of what you call respect or connection to the to Buddha. And then we have the phrases Buddhang Saranam Gacchami, I'm going to Buddha for refuge. Dhammang Saranam Gacchami, I'm going to Dhamma for refuge. Sankhang Saranam Gacchami, I'm going to Sangha for refuge. And that's uh, three times. So I can I can lead you through that. It's not difficult to remember. And then uh, precepts. So we've got these written down. Oh no, second thing is, is paying homage, which you got written down, Namo Tassa. Uh, you've seen that, Namo Tassa. That's the first thing, Namo Tassa. Right. Three times in Namo Tassa. I was in Namotasa three times. <laughs> I've only done this for 45 years. <laughs> it's got so much embodied, I've even... It doesn't... It doesn't it's no, no thought. 47 years. 47 years. <laughs> Thank you. I lose track. <laughs> Do you remember, is it Namotasa first? Metta, is it Namotasa first, then the bow? Namotasa first. That's it, got it. Okay, so then we've done that, and then um, five precepts. So I'll, I'll say the Pali words, and then you say the Pali words. And then I'll say the English words and you say the English words. So it's saying these things rather than just thinking them, it really gives a little more presence to it. You know, particularly as you hear the group, it's something strong solemnity or stabilizing of that aspiration. And it says, I undertake, it's actually Sikapada, which means um, training I train my mindfulness, samadhi army. I steer my mindfulness in this direction. <laughs> so it's 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 not quite a law. It's a sense of this is what I'm, you know, making an effort with <laughs> to refrain from that, to look at how I accidentally do it and try to refrain from that. So it really means to train myself to undertake this direction, right? Um, sexual misconduct is really abusive sexual behavior non-consensual sexual behavior um, you know whether it's same sex separate sex different sex it's um, non-consensual abusive exploitive you know and um, that has no loyalty to it so it's using people cheaply without a sense of loyalty Because, you know, in sexual behavior, the externals, the internals are coming together, aren't they? You know, 
So you want to make that quite something that's pretty, you know, this is not, this is a powerful bonding um, experience. So something not to just kind of do in some cheap, you know, casual way. False speech, this involves lying, uh, deceitfulness, uh, and harsh speech, cursing speech, and gossiping. So when we gossip, we always remember you talk about somebody. If you talk about somebody, you should imagine they're in the room. <laughs> yeah. So if you keep that in mind, then you don't say, hey, you know, you don't. You, if you talk about somebody to somebody else, you should imagine the person you talk about is standing next to you. It helps to keep your speech a little more respectful. <laughs> and also with things like that, you start to take on particular speech habits like, I, I have the impression that it seems to me or it's possible that rather than this is this, this is that, you know. And uh, so that kind of uh, quality of just moderating the speech. Right? And um, it's said a noble one is one who who speaks a little of people's faults. Doesn't kind of make, speaks a little of it, just what is necessary, if it's necessary of their faults and speaks much of their virtues because uh, so, that's encouraging uh, it's a good way to train oneself uh, intoxicating drink or alcohol drugs which lead to carelessness well you know narcotics of various kinds where consciousness and awareness are not connected you're aware but you're not fully responsibly conscious and anything that diminishes that can have dangerous effects uh, it gets habitual too so you can you know, if, if it habituates even if you're just not getting totally smashed but blurring you get so the blur becomes your normal <laughs> your default where things are kind of you know, and speech if you don't keep this one the speech isn't going to go very well your speech gets careless as we all recognise you know most Criminality is going to be associated with some kind of intoxication. Is where people get violent, uh, casual, sexually abusive, and bad speech. And sense in which good speech can be a real treasure. So make an effort with these. And the reason why, because it's a source of sukating, happiness, or uh, Suga really means gone to good being. So it means happy, also means comfortable, contented, um, good fortune. You know, it's fortunate. It's not just fun. Bulga is a treasure. So here cultivating the treasures of, of Dhamma practice. Nibuting is to do with... Um, Peacefulness, that's not a bad translation. It means the, the steadying of the violent, impulsive passions, which are not purely sensual, they're also intellectual. Mm. Therefore, let virtue be purified. Okay.